Welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number eight. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores. So glad you found this podcast. Would love if you subscribe to it. Uh, We're on all the podcast platforms. Obviously, you found us, so you know where to see us. Uh, You can also reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run. Today, or this week rather, we have a very, very special guest. My dear friend Chrissy from Bad Case of the Runs. How are you doing, Chrissy? Hi. Hi, I'm doing well. I am doing well. Crazy, but good. <laughs> yeah. Chrissy and I just had, I mean, we've been talking for the last like 25 minutes, just catching up because it's been a while since we've chatted, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, so glad to finally get you on the show. I know we've been talking for a little bit about it. Oh my God. Like two months, maybe three months trying to figure yeah. this I whole think, thing out. I think out. <laughs> I started talking to you before I even started the show. I was like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to start the show up and I want to have you on as soon as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then my life blew up this. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. We'll probably get into a little bit of that uh, later, but yeah. give a little bit of uh, who you are, like a little elevator pitch. Uh, so, all right. So, well, you know, I'm Chrissy. If you've lis- listened to bad case of the runs, um, let's see. Um, as far as elevator pitch, huh? Um, so I don't know. My mom, yeah, I, you know, you, where, are you, where are you from? You don't have to give your exact address of your new place, but you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm in New Hampshire. I mean, you know, it's a pretty tiny state. So, (laughs) (laughs) kind of like uh, central New Hampshire, there's like, I don't don't even think there's 2 million people here. So, (laughs) Um, so in New Hampshire and let's see, doing the whole mom thing. I'm a wife now again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, you know, just moved into this, you know, I just moved fresh into this new condo. So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, what, what let's, else? Let's, I, let's, know, get into some, let's get into some running. Yeah. You, you run a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I was running a lot more. Now I'm running, I'm running a lot. I'm just not running the mileage that I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll, this was kind of a part of our, our topic. We'll talk about it, but you know, she, she ran a few marathons very quickly together and we met um, because of the podcast itself. So we mm-hmm. there, and then we actually met in New York in real life, an IRL yeah. moment. Um, which was still like a weird thing. I keep like, I've watched that video back cause someone else has posted it or shared it or something like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's still like super weird. Like we just talked and then and it's no, like, it was like trying meet to me in central down park, Google maps and central park. I'm like, wait, wait, Oh God, left over here. And yeah. then you're like, I'm by the rocks. I'm like, what? There's rocks? so many rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Dr. Mike was really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's crazy, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm still like bummed. I talked about it on my last episode. I still haven't finished that video yet. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. there's so much I told him, I think I have like six or seven hours of footage that I'm trying yeah. to get to like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's bonkers, but I actually entered the, uh, we, I didn't tell you about this. I entered uh, a couple charities to try to get into Boston this year. Oh, did you? Yeah. Because I realized yeah. there's no way I'm going to be fast enough to ever run it. So oh God, I'm, that's just never going to be a thing for me. Yeah. Well, that, and like the, the, um, the date is for 202020. And I was like, how cool <laughs> would the shirts be and everything there? I'm like, I don't know. That's just funny to me. So when do you, when do you find out about that? I, I wish I knew, you know, it's one of those where it's like a rolling application and they said I would know by December, which sucks oh, okay. because by like the middle of January, you have to have like half the money raised. And it's like eight, oh, it's like $8,000. Oh, 
No, oh, dude, and that's like that's one of the low end yeah, ones. I've the, seen like fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's because uh, I did. That's so tough. Yeah, I did Rob Gronkowski's, even though I hate the Patriots. And ah. uh, <laughs> I'm a Jets fan, so I really don't have any time to talk about anything. Womp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Mebs. I did Mebs as, as well because that'd be pretty cool. Oh, okay. There's a Tom Brady one. I go, I just, I can't do it. Like, even if it was guaranteed. TV like, 12? <laughs> I was like, even, even if it was guaranteed that I would get in if I did it. And I'm just like, Ugh. oh my goodness Ugh, gracious. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there've been a couple of charities that I, I feel like I could really get behind and, you know, um, you know, do some good fundraising for, but the God, you know, with, with kids and the full-time job oh, and like yeah. the minimum in like 10 grand, I just, I'm like, it is, I think it's going to be a couple of years so I can like totally commit to it. Cause again, I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to half-ass something either. Right. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. that's what ends up happening there is you don't want to just kind of go into that and just, yeah, that's not a, that's not and ideal. Don't they like, don't they charge your credit card for like the remainder if you don't yeah, do it? Yeah. It's yeah, basically if you like, don't have it by whatever date they charge you and they actually do it. So most fundraisers won't do it initially. They'll do it, um, at the, at the end. So basically if you didn't mm -hmm. have it at the very end, but this one actually they'll charge your credit card at the checkpoints. So like if you, if you don't have the half by whatever date it is, yeah. they'll charge you for like that to make sure you hit because they want to make sure they get their goal, which I get to a point like they're accepted into this program and they're limited into it mm -hmm. and they're not guaranteed every year to get into this. Well, let's say you have mm -hmm. 15 spots and each spot needs 10 grand. I'm like, that's a decent amount of money going to a charity. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I get it. But the only thing that really sucks is they don't, it doesn't cover your like Boston fee either. Like it's another, no. three, no, it's like another $325 for Boston or something yeah. like that. And then not for nothing, you know, you got to fly in and, you know, right. between your hotel and, you know, your car, you know, it's that that's like astronomical. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I'm also waiting to hear back if I got to London, because I'm like the perfect storm would be I get Boston and London. Boston's on Monday. London's the very next Sunday. So I told yeah. Kayla, I was like, I was like, we'll just stay in Boston the entire time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then fly out of yeah. Boston to London. And I'm like, what a what a week that would be. Yeah, I mean, pretty incredible. Just, uh, you know, you either, like, you got to race one and, and take one as a train. You know, yeah. you have to. Yeah. The, so, you, I, you so, well, I guess both. if Boston was first, you know. Right. Probably take that one as an easier one and then London fly through that. I don't know. Either way, though, that would, if I got into both of those, I would only have Tokyo left as a world major. Really? Yeah, wow. Because I did Berlin wow. two years ago. Uh, I just signed up for the lottery for that. I was like, am I going to oh. fuck it? I'm just going to put my name All right. in it. <laughs> we'll, t we'll talk after, but there's a way I can almost guarantee you an entry. If you really, oh, yeah. really want to do Berlin. I know. I, I saw, I, you know, a bunch of girls from the running group had posted because they were over there. And uh, they, one of them PR'd by like 35 minutes or something that like race that. It was is stupid ridiculous. Fast. It is stupid fast. <laughs> it's, it's, and I've never been to Germany. So oh, I'm like, Oh, you know, my two it's always around, time? it's always around Oktoberfest. So you take the six mm -hmm. hour train ride from Berlin and finish your trip in Munich. Uh, and then you yeah. go to Oktoberfest in Munich. We are, oh, that'd be we're going we're to talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know how you can guarantee it, but, uh, I that can't a hundred percent guarantee, but the way I got in, like mm -hmm. it seemed way too easy and no mm -hmm. one, no one outside of Germany knew about it. 
Ah, so right, it was a secret. Right. It was a secret entry. I had to wake right. up. I had to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to do it at nine a.m. German time, but it, it was worth it. Oh no! Shout Whatever. My kid wakes <laughs> up at three a.m. You're like, wait, I'm, fine. Go wake up. I haven't gone to sleep yet. <laughs> All right, so we're we're not just going to be talking. We're not just having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> for all of you to listen to today we're going to talk about um kind of like when others say why and we say why not um kind of pushing back from an initial initial no that may come in our head and then stepping out of our comfort zone and kind of just pushing ourselves out there um i've had this thought recently with a lot with my getting comfortable with discomfort kind of thing and and a lot of times, I don't know, Chrissy, this happens to you too, but when people mm-hmm. say, you know, like, why, why do you want to do this? Oh, you're running back to back marathons. Why would you do that? My answer now is why not? Like, why wouldn't I want to try to push the limit? You know, mm-hmm. um, do you have any like situations like that? Like that people have asked you, why, why are you even doing this? I like, honestly, any race <laughs> that I've ever done, that's been like, any sort of, you know, like, uh, you know, 10 mile or uh, half full, it's always like, why or why or who's chasing you? Like, right. like, like, that's like I'm the only dad. Running if someone's chasing me, like, like, oh, why would you do that? Like, because I can, like, uh, because <laughs> I want to. I mean, like, look, I'm going to be 80 someday and I'm not going to be able to do this. <laughs> and I'm like, I only started doing this, what, six or seven years ago? Yeah, like, yeah. I, this, this is, this is what I want to do with my free time. It's, it's my, my stress release. It's something I enjoy doing. Why, why wouldn't I want to run for weirdly enough, five and a half hours, five hours, whatever it is, you know? <laughs> right. And it, like the other pushback on that too, is when people, you know, say the why and the why not, it's the same reason of saying, well, why do you not do this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you want to be healthier and you'll know, feel better? Cause I mean, I haven't, I don't think I've ever met someone that has consistently run, obviously after one run, people hate it, but if you consistently mm-hmm. run that you, and you get comfortable with it, that you're not like, no, that was the worst decision I made. I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, even when you don't feel like you're like, ugh, you know, like sometimes I'll, you know, I'll shoot a text to my husband, like, tell me to run. I don't feel like running. And he'll, <laughs> you know, he'll always say go, which I'm thankful for because I like what you go even three, four months, whatever. And you never regret going and you always feel good after that, no matter how shitty it might be, no matter how many like walk breaks you might have to take because you didn't drink enough water that day or whatever. But like, you don't regret going for the run. You know what I mean? It's, it's never that, that never crosses my mind. And that's try that's kind of like the mindset I've been trying to get into before every run again, it's just like, okay, you're going to go, it's going to take half an hour, 40 minutes, however long you're going and you're going to feel great afterwards. So why wouldn't you go to that? Right. I've noticed that like, if I go to, if I don't run in the morning, like my, my whole morning just feels, feels off, especially if it wasn't like a scheduled rest day, like scheduled rest days, I'm ready for it. But like, if it's Mm -hmm. a day where I'm just like, I'm just not feeling, I didn't sleep well or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I just won't worry about the run today. I'm like groggy at work. Like, I'm just like, people are like, people like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? I'm like, no, I didn't go for my run. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. I, uh, so I, I need to try to get it in, in the mornings. It's hard on the days that I have the kids cause we get a run off to school and there's, there's, there's no way. But, right. um, re- lately I've been fitting it in on my lunch break. And so I just bring all my stuff to work and I, you know, I do, you know, but usually it's between three and four. That's really all there's time for between lunch and changing and getting back into it and everything right. like that. Um, but 
man, like what a good, like I get out of the office, like, you know, your heart starts pumping. Like, you, you know, I get sweaty. I come back. I feel great afterwards. I'm so much more productive in the afternoon after the run. And, you know, I'm like, you know, I could sit down in the cafeteria, whatever with, with my friends and socialize. Yeah, that's fine and good. But, you know, we socialize during, during work and we go for walks at work. It's not, you know, it's not like I don't do that with them and I'm able to take that 45 minutes or whatever and, and take it for me. I don't know. I feel the same kind of thing. My whole afternoon feels like, I feel like shit, honestly, if I don't do that at lunch now, like I've gotten into the routine with it. And now that I do it at lunch, I come home and I either can just, you know, do whatever, you know, if I picking up kids or like lately I've been trying to do, um, swimming afterwards, at least two or three times a week. Um, which has been awesome for triathlons in the future. Hmm? Triathlons in the future. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have a bike, although I, I used to ride my bike a ton. Um, it's, it's not, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibilities. I'm like always willing to try something new. So yeah, Hence the reason this whole episode, right? Uh huh. <laughs> I remember, uh, John, you know, John, but we, uh, mm-hmm. we were, when we lived, a, we had a neighbor between us and there was one time he's like, Hey, they're doing this triathlon in town. You want to do it? I'm like, do we, should we? He's like, um, sh- probably. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't swam like ever, re- like really swam. Um, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're from Florida. He's like, you're Puerto Rican. You swam here. I'm like, I think, oh you, my God. I think you forget oh Puerto God. Rico is not, <laughs> not a swimming, a swimming, uh, country. <laughs> I can just come over here. It's not, it's not like that kind of place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's still funny. Um, so you had said, and I had kind of thought about it as well, as you said, like your mindset has kind of changed in having that positive attitude going into the run, knowing that at the end of it, you're going to feel better. What do you think kind of helped you get that click in that mindset? Cause obviously there's probably a point and correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you started running, we're like this, this is going to suck the entire time. And why, like, there's not a real why to why I'm doing it. When did that mindset change? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think it was, it, it wasn't that long ago, really, if I think about it, because I, you know, I had been training for different races for, you know, like two and a half years. So mm-hmm. it, I think, you know, probably within honestly, like the last like three or four months where I started to try to find, and I, you know, I don't know how cheesy this sounds, but like, you know, try to find the joy in running again, where yeah. it didn't feel like I have to, you know, I'm going, I'm, I'm training for this and I have to do this this day or it's, you know, my whole thing is going to fall apart. You know, it was, it was, you know, I can, I can now, I don't know if convince myself is the right thing, but you know, I can think about this beforehand and and, and just, I I don't, you know, I I was like, I don't know, three or four months ago, probably honestly, like it was just like, okay, I'm let's go do this. You're going to feel awesome afterwards. Like, and it was just this weird, this weird kind of, you know, like, magical like legends of the hidden temple kind of <laughs> like it was just like oh i can you know wow even if i don't want to do it let's do it because afterwards it's going to feel awesome right. and usually after the first mile like you start to get into the groove you start to pick up the pace a little bit if you got good music going you know or you or you're running with someone it's like it's 
I don't know. You it just, as soon as you start, like, again, after that first, like whatever, 10 minutes, however long it is for your first mile, it's, you usually get going, you yeah. know, and it just, it never, there's never like, Oh, I went a mile. I'm done. Like that's never, never once happened. Right. Yeah. It's that first mile always, always sucks. I have a, uh, um, so where our places now I have to basically go over an interstate and mm-hmm. they're like, there's a sidewalk on it, which is fine. But like that whole time, it's just like, I gotta do like, I gotta cross two stoplights. It's a thing. But then once I get to the end of that, it's a mile. And then after that, it's like free rain. And it's like that yeah. first mile, it ends up being the last mile too without backs. But I'm like that first mile, I know exactly what you mean. And I think <clears throat> I talked with, I had a guest a few weeks ago, um, Ryan, and he had made a comment about, um, perspective changes everything. And I think that's really the whole premise of all of this is you have that different, if you change your mindset and change your perspective on the thing, it'll kind of just give you happiness in it itself. Cause happiness is just a feeling that we have inside of ourselves. Like, you know, specific things don't make you happy. You make yourself happy because of those things. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, it's, it's like, I get to do this, you right. know, it's yeah. not like I, you know, not like with the training cycles and everything where it's like, you have to do this or you are going to suffer in your race. Like now it's, now I'm not doing that. And I like, Oh, I, I get to do this at lunch or I get to do this after work or this morning, you know, like I yeah. can just, Oh, motorcycle. Sorry about that. Um, I was like, I was like <laughs> is, am I being attacked? What's going on here? <laughs> no, 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 I know. It's like, you can, they, you can hear them right outside the balcony here. It's crazy. Uh, um, but, but yeah, you know, it's just like, again, I, I don't know specifically like, you know, what, how I came to that, but it was just like, Oh, it just uh, happened. I yeah. get to do this and I'm, yeah, I'm just, Oh, that's great. Like, I feel like I want to do this now. You know, yeah. it was just, it was just weird. It was just weird. You said something interesting that kind of, you had that, um, talking about that, like training mindset and then having that, I get to do it. And this might sound like a, I wouldn't say it's a cocky thing to say, but it's probably, it's probably a little cocky with it. But do you feel now that you have quite a few races under your belt that it's not, unless you're going for like a time goal, like obviously if you're trying to race something, it's completely different, but do you feel, um, like that you can just knock it out because I feel that way sometimes. And sometimes I get lackadaisical with it where I'm just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what? I don't really need to do this long run. Cause like I can get through 26 miles. That's I, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because I, I started to get a little bit of, um, what do the kids call FOMO? Yeah, like FOMO. the marathon FOMO. Um, with, cause I, you know, I saw a bunch of people finishing Berlin and, um, what people have Chicago coming up yeah, and, you this, know, so a couple, weekend, couple people, uh, yeah, this week or next, I can't remember. And, you know, so like everyone's getting all pumped and fired up and I knew this was going to happen to me because like, <laughs> I, I just like, I know, I know who I am at this point. And, you know, my friends just finished this other one, this local one called Clarence DeMar up here in Keene. And, you know, a lot of people had good things to say about that. So it was like, I'm like, there's one in Hartford next weekend that you may know someone that's running it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I've heard that's a great race too. I heard that's a good PR race. I'm just Um, saying if you wanted to run, that's all. The thing, so that's the thing is like, I feel like, you know, now that I've been like my hips been feeling a little bit better now that I've been doing the swimming and a little bit more of the stretching. And I'm like, because there's one in Manchester here, which is, you know, a half an hour away from me in November. And that's like five weeks away ish. And I'm like, I'm like posting on the group online. I'm like, 
listen, like I've been able to do like seven or eight. Is this possible to do this, this marathon in, in, you know, six weeks? And they're like, Oh, well, I don't know. Some people are like, yeah, wasn't your head hurting? And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, what if I just like take it slow? I feel like and the thing is, it's like, I feel like I could probably do it. That's the thing. It's right. like, if I, if I toned it down a little bit and, you know, did some intervals throughout the whole thing, like, yeah, I don't think that I, it may take me a lot longer, but I don't think that I couldn't not do a marathon right now. Right. I certainly feel like I could like, I could hop into a half now. Like, I don't think that that would be a thing. And again, that, I understand how that sounds too. You know what I mean? Cause I don't want it to come across like that. Right. Well, that's <laughs> why, like, that's why like I preface it that way. Cause I'm like, I think it, I don't yeah. want people to have that inclination, but it's the same kind of thing is we've, we've put in that hard work. And again, not to say it's easy. And I tell my wife this all the time. She's like, it's just another marathon. I'm like, yeah, but I'm still out on my feet between four, 15 and five hours. Like that's mm-hmm. still, it's still a long time and a lot can still go wrong and not saying oh, yeah. don't train, you know, do that kind of thing. But yeah, there's definitely been times where like in Morgantown, just this past, um, race, I ran the first 17 at like what would be a four ten to four fifteen pace. And then, and then I broke down and that was on three hours of sleep. Yeah. And I, and I was at a baseball game that like the afternoon before, like standing most of the time and cheering and stuff like that. And it's like, as it's kind of derailing from the the topic idea, I was just, I was just curious if you had that, that same kind of like feeling though. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I, you know, and especially now that like when I've been, cause it's like, I'm not a quote unquote fast runner by any means whatsoever. As far as like, you know, you see whatever people on Instagram, six, seven, neither one of of us are qualifying for Boston. No, not even (laughs) close, but like, you know, the, the, the shorter runs that I've been doing lately and like playing around with, you know, uh, not so much walking and running, but like slow jogs and, and like shorter sprints almost. And then that with like, I've, like I said, between two or three days a week, I've been doing a half a mile in the pool and I like my, my times are getting way better and it's feeling way easier. And it's like, that's kind of like, I'm kind of fucking pumped about that. That cross training is so no like, joke. Like when oh, I started, I know, when I started I lifting and started like our, the gym I go to just recently got a rowing machine and a stair climber. And mm-hmm. that's been like, that's been my jam. And like, I just feel so strong. I mean, you saw my thing on Instagram from my, the 5k I did. Mm-hmm. So I'm yep. just like, I'm like, I'm like, man, I am, I am getting stronger, which is, I mean, it just speaks to cross training. Like you said, between swimming, cause yeah, you were having some hip issues for a little while there. Yeah. And I went to, um, this chiropractor sounds kind of hokey, I guess, to some people, but it was like chiropractor slash sports medicine or whatever. Um, but really tarot card reader. Yeah. (laughs) But he was awesome. And the thing is, is like, he was an ultra runner. So like he, you know, he understood like long distance running. Now this guy, like while I'm telling him like, cause this was right before big Sur, and I was freaking out that my hip hurt. So we went in to go see him and he's like, Oh, I'm going to be out in San Francisco. I had a 50 miler. I was like, Oh yeah, cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then like, apparently we were doing the same, um, 20 miler, uh, like prep race up here. Um, it's called the Eastern States 20 miler, which was a good race. Um, but I, once he told me and I was like, don't look it up, don't look it up, don't do it. And he looked and, up this time. Uh, I looked up his time and it was like, he ran like a six minute mile for 20 miles. I was like, 
I'm like, this guy finished, left on the bus, ate pizza, went back and showered, fucking put his laundry in, and I was still like huffing it to the finish line. <laughs> I was like, Dang. this guy is no joke. <laughs> so, I mean, um, but yeah, like basically what we did was just like a lot of just like muscle manipulation and it really helped. It really hmm. helped. I ended up having like no pain going into Big Sur. And then two not even two weeks later i did the the main coast one up here and Mm -hmm. it was like i started to feel the hip pain somewhere around six and i'm like oh shit um around 18 it was starting to get unbearable and thankfully my friend's husband was like meeting her at different points along the course and i'm like you text him you tell him to bring some ibuprofen (laughs) so we're like turn the corner like right after mile 18 and he had this baggie and it could have been, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. I saw pills you saw and pills I just like, like taking them. <laughs> and I just like took a handful and just like crammed them <laughs> down my throat and the, and it helped it. Oh, and it, it, it works <laughs> because by 20, was, I was like, worked. don't make me pee. I was cup. like, yeah, no, <laughs> by 20, I felt like I caught like a second wind. And I don't know if it's because, you know, on top of that, it was 20 or like, ah, oh, we're almost done, you yeah, know, yeah. but it was like, I was fucking flying high to the end. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, the hip issues really started then. And then a week after that, I did a half, um, which went really well actually. And I almost got a PR considering like it was like a minute and a half away from a PR on a half when I did two marathons, two marathons in, in like, and I before, was like, yeah. and I almost PR'd a big sir, dude. That was the thing. I was like, damn that's it, a, man. If I had just like, uh, it was, oh, that was, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. If anyone is like hesitant on like entering that, like, oh, it's so hilly or whatever. Yeah. It's fucking hilly. But like the payoff is unreal. Unreal. Yeah. It was so good. It's that hard was, to explain uh, that race to people. Like, cause people ask me, like, I get it all the time of like, what's been your favorite race? And I'm like, that's, that's hard because they all have their yeah. own like special place. But like Big Sur yeah. is probably, I mean, Big Sur is up there with like Alaska and Hawaii and beauty to me. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's, there's just something about it. It was, <clears throat> oh God, it was just, so, and you get to the, the Bixby bridge there on 13 <sighs> and you, you get the um, guy with the piano. grand piano afterwards. And like, there's, there's almost no crowd support on this course. Right. Except right. for like the aid stations and a cup, you know, there's the, people with the drums on um, going up hurricane point or whatever and, and the strawberries and all that. But like, there's next to no crowd support. So like, you really have to like be mentally ready for that. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> dig it's, into it. It's not a big race compared to like what it's, what you could compare it to like to your New York or to your Chicago or something oh, like yeah, that. Like it's yeah. definitely New York, a like, lot smaller. New, yeah. Yeah. I think I want to say there was like, it was because they're, they, so they do the marathon and then they have the 21 miler weirdly enough. And like the 11 miler and yeah. then the relay or something Basi- like that. Basically wherever they can stop a school bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like, it started out as a lot more people and then it kind of like petered off. Cause I think the actual marathoner group was like 3000, I want to say. And there were a couple of guys that ran it front to back. Like yeah. they ran it, they ran it backwards and then forwards, they're which bu- I was like a bunch of jerks what the, like, I remember seeing this one guy and like his quad, like his quads were just like, Oh my God. Like what, how is that possible? How do you have a small child inside of your legs? 
I know he like, he cruised by going, going the wrong direction. And I was like, the fuck. And then I saw him come back. So like this guy lapped me on the way back. <laughs> and I was like, that's the same fucking guy. Do you guys see that? Like, <laughs> Oh my God. And, and I was just like that, you know, and that's never going to be me. And that's okay. Yeah. That's like apples and oranges, man. But like, <laughs> it's just, it was like, I'm like, that's incredible. But yeah. holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's next level kind of stuff. I'll probably end up trying to do that one day, but not anytime soon. I gotta, I gotta work I guess on my it's strength. a thing. Like people yeah, like people double up and of, some people quadruple up on certain race courses. Yeah. It depends. I think a, like a lot of out and back courses, like we, I saw people doing it at Boston when I went there with Dr. Mike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard people, about that yeah, too. Yeah. So I think any out and back course, that's like the thing to do. Like you get a group huh. and, and you time it in such a way, but you just gotta be, that's a little too much precision for me. I like to just enjoy, especially cause it's like usually then it's pitch black dark. You're starting at three o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. that's not a thing, but this kind of, that kind of circles back into a why, I guess, to try to get us somewhat back on topic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, why would you ever do that? Yeah. So why, so it's the people have the mentality of you're not going to win. Like, why are you doing it kind of thing? And I hear that so often of like, well, if you're not winning or you're not winning money, like, why are you paying to like deal with this pain? I know. And my kind of answer is like, just because of the, the reward I get isn't, isn't in the, um, result. I'm reading a book now called the passion paradox paradox. And I'll probably talk about it in a few episodes once I actually finish reading. I've been reading it for like two weeks. I just pick it up and read like four pages. But the piece I was reading last night had talked about how we get so focused on the result that we kind of compromise ourselves because we mm-hmm. think our, our, we're so passionate towards this result and we compromise ourselves to get to that result. They brought up examples like the CEO of Enron, like talking about how passionate he was about getting results and doing this, but he obviously did some shady shit to get there. Um, mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, but the, having the actual, the journey itself is really what I do it for. It's like doing these 50 States or any real race I'm doing. The whole point is like to have this experience, you know, I'm traveling the country with my wife, yeah. getting to go to random places and stuff like that. And that's the big thing at the end. I used to care so much about the finisher ceremonies and what the food was and what this was. And now I get my medal and we get back in the car and we go somewhere else. We go grab lunch at a local spot or we do whatever. And it's more about like the spending time and like, I'm so excited this, uh, well, this episode will come out the Tuesday before I head out to Connecticut and Rhode Island and never, I've never been to new England States ever. Like Boston mm-hmm. for the race was the furthest I've ever been. And I'm like, this is going to be super cool. Like getting on that side of the country, seeing just different areas. I've heard the areas are beautiful. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what? We're just going to, we're going to enjoy it. And I think that's, we can get so caught up on the end result that we lose sight that the journey is actually more important. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's like, I kind of had to get into that mentality almost going into New York because that was, that was the first one I did after I I had kids and which still surprises the shit in me. I thought you had run multiple races. No, I had. So like the way that it went is like, I mean, like I had did the one and I DNF'd because I didn't know I was pregnant at the time. And then I went home and I, I ran, I had to do it for myself. I like ran, walked 26.2 on my own because I just like felt that I, I was so mad at myself for dropping out of that other race right. that I like went home and did it. And then I was like, I'm just, you know, I think marathons are just never going to be 
thing for me. It's just never, I wasn't, you know, this, I trained, it didn't work out, whatever. Right. Like, like pregnancy had nothing to do with it, but like, you know, and then I, I had played, I remember sitting up late at night, you know, once my son was born and, you know, he'd wake up and, you know, cruising on the marathon pages and seeing what I was going to do and signing up for a bunch of halves and then being like, I wonder, you know, what about Chicago? What about New York? Like, what, you know, maybe if there were a lot of people around and there were crowds support, like maybe I could do that. And then once I got into New York, which I was not expecting to get into, especially after not getting into Chicago, like I, it was just like, mind blowing to me. And then I was like, well, what do, what do I want to do? What kind of time thing do I want to accomplish? And then I went through that whole summer where I was going through a divorce and I thought I might defer because I wasn't sure if I was like all, you know, all into it. And, but, you know, I ended up being like, okay, this is New York. This may be the only time I get to do this, right? This is, this might be it, right? Because like the entrance entry rate is like, 14% 14% or something. It's ridiculously like low. Yeah. So unless, unless you do a charity, whatever, which is fine. Um, but like, you know, this might be it. So, okay. I could run much harder than this, but I also like, I've heard this is an amazing race. I am just going to like, I'm just going to enjoy myself. And it was amazing. Could I have pushed harder? I think I, yeah, I totally could have. Like, I, I know that I know that out of myself. I'm not disappointed that I didn't do that though, because between, I didn't listen to my music the entire time. I was like taking in the crowds and, you know, the music people were playing on the corner. I stopped to dance with people in Brooklyn. Like it was, it was amazing. And at the end I did not, I didn't feel like, Oh, I could have given it more. I could have done better. Like it was that experience was, I mean, there's, there's no words. There's no words. I was just, I was so proud of myself for doing it. And then it just, the entire experience that like enveloped the rest of that was just, it was amazing. It was amazing. And it was just this huge accomplishment that I was able to do after going all the bullshit that I went through in the months prior to that. And, you know, and the training and, you know, after I'd had my kids, I didn't think I was, it was going to be a thing. It was, it had nothing to do at the time at all, Mm -hmm. not even a little bit, you know? Yeah, I can, I can attest the same thing with my New York experience. It was just one of those where I actually was trying to beat a time. So I was, I probably ran, I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I should have, but, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you, you don't, you don't need music. You don't need anything. Like I didn't have, Mm -hmm. Kayla was unfortunately was not able to go. So I I mean, John was there and some of his, uh, his in-laws were there, but I had some people, but mostly it was just by myself and a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. just cheering you on. And it's oh, just, yeah. yep. it's just, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother. And that kind of like rejuvenated the why. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I was just doing these small States. And again, I got to the point where I was just like, am I literally just going through the motions to say I did 50 States? Like, what is that? What does that really mean to me? And it's taking mm-hmm. it back and doing races like New York or Chicago or big Sur, these, these bigger races that are kind of bigger than yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like being there like, no, like all these people, like everyone here has a story. They did, they, they sacrificed so much to get to this point and just mm-hmm. seeing people push themselves to the limits to the, where they don't think they can do anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a friend that's running, she's running her first full coming up in Columbus in a few weeks. And she did, I convinced her to do a half marathon last year at Columbus. She's like, there's no way I can do a half marathon. 
finished it. She, she finished it uh, about the same time as she wanted to, but she was still like, this is slower than I wanted to do, like really wanted to do, but I'm glad I'm done. And she's like, I probably won't ever do that again. I go, I've, I've, I've said that too. And then then the very next spring, she did another half marathon and I go, well, you've done two halves now. Now you have to do a full. She's like, no, no, I can never do that. And I think once Columbus opened the registration every single day, I sent her the link Mm -hmm. and I said, you registering, you registering, you registering. She's like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden she just sent me like the confirmation page and I was like, yes. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's in a few weeks. And she was like, I can't do this. Can't do this. And a couple weeks ago she had, her training plan was weird just the way her schedule works. But so the max I had her do, I said, you have an 18 to 20. So like if you do at least 18, that's great. You know, if you do 20 even better, but I don't want, I rather you have a good 18 rather than a shitty 20. And so she did, she ended up doing like 19 or right, right below 19. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I feel amazing. And I'm like, yeah. And the furthest you had run before this was 16 miles. And the furthest before that was 13 miles. I'm like, it's all in your head. Oh yeah. You got to get out of yourself and kind of like get back to that. Why are you doing that? And that's what I told her or anybody else when I'm talking to them about races is it's got to be special for you. Like you have to have your reason. You can't be doing this for anybody else because if you do it for anyone else, you're going to fall short and then you're going to feel like you failed somebody else because you're not going to let yourself. Good. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was going to say. So good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It wasn't important. (laughs) Well, it's like you, you don't do it for yourself. You're, you know, and the other thing is, I don't know. I feel like, and I was, a victim to this for a long time, but then you start to, you know, you creep on other runners and you start oh, yeah. doing the comparison thing and you're like, Oh, well, you know what? I, I should be able to do that. Like what, you know, why don't I try for that? Or, you know, that person's running eight. Why can't I run an eight minute mile? You know, like that. And then that, that's so toxic, man. That's so toxic. And that's like the whole reason I started taking the, the paces off of my Instagram posts. Although I've been kind of, not great about that lately. But, um, you know, when I initially started the podcast, I'm like, all right, no, I don't want anybody to compare themselves. I don't want to do that. I'm going to take it off the table. At least right. if I'm the one person that doesn't put that on there, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But it, it makes it sense off. because like you said, it can be super toxic when you're just looking at like, I'll never be as good as that person. It's like, well, that's fine. Cause you're not that person. You mm-hmm. have your own goals and your own aspirations. Do you want like you want to be the best you can. And maybe that's something you strive towards. But again, that's what happens when you put too much focus on the result and not the mm-hmm. process of it in that same book. It, it actually had used a, uh, an Ironman athlete saying this person spends 20 hours a week plus additional time doing such and such between training and planning and yada, yada, yada. And then race day comes and there's a thunderstorm and now your bike's not going to mm-hmm. be as good. Your run's not going to be as good. And then what? you just put all of this hope on this on the result and not just saying, you know what, I'm going to enjoy the process and whatever happens. And that's kind of where I'm at now with races is I go in with the goal, obviously, but if Mm -hmm. the goal falls short, it doesn't ruin my day. I remember races where like, like I think my my first marathon, I was a three thirty pacer for a pace group and I ran a five Oh five. Oh yeah. I remember we talked about that um, on the old part. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's so afraid we had that episode of uh, our first time, which is just a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, and I like I was almost in tears the second half of that race because I was so upset with myself. Instead of saying no and enjoy this, like 
you're out here still doing this and there's people around you and there's people around me that like five hours is a great time for a lot of people. You know, if I talk to like Dr. Mike five hours, he'd be like, no, I don't want to be on my feet that long. But it's, mm-hmm. we all have our own goals and what we're striving for. It doesn't make it any better or any worse because our goal isn't faster or, you know, stronger or whatever the case might be. I know. I hear it. Well, hear it. I read it a lot on the, um, the couple of running groups that I'm in on, on Facebook. And it's, you know, like we, I, I try to be inclusive of everybody when I go out. I don't care how slow we go. I just want to go. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I like whatever. If that brings more people in, great. But a lot of people will will bail out or, you know, send a message. Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not that fast or, you know, I can't like my my pace is like a 13 minute mile. I'm not going to be able to keep up. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, yeah. let's all go. You're still going out like you're still going like, like so let's go do it. Let's go do it. I, I will hang with you. It is. It's all good. Like there's no reason that. 13 minute mile, 14, whatever. Like you're still going out to do it. You're still like, let's, you're still so moving. Cares? Like, people let's are still just, sitting on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I just, you know, and so like I keep in the group, I keep saying like, we use that bad four letter word, slow, slow, slow. Like, and you're like, no, no, you're not, you're comparing yourself, right? This is, it's slow by comparison. You're not slow. You're still, you're moving, you're getting out there. The more you move, if that's something like, okay, you have a goal of going from 13 to whatever, 11, 30 minute miles. And that's great. Cool. That's cool to work on on your own, but like, don't, don't exclude yourself. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how better to put that, but it's just, uh, I don't know. The comparison thing is just yeah. awful. <laughs> well, like you said, people exclude themselves because they don't feel like they're good enough. Yeah. And then when you do that, that, that trickles down into so much more because then it starts getting like to your core of you really mm-hmm. start believing that you're not good enough. And maybe, am I even a real runner? Like I wouldn't even classify myself oh, as a real I runner. Hate, and I, you're like, like no, I, no, 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 no. Don't go down that path. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, like, I don't want to say I hate that because that's very strong, but like, I, again, I see a lot of that online too is like, well, you know, I'm not a real runner. Like, does this make me a real runner? But I'm like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it makes you a real runner. What are you talking? What? Like, no, come on. Like, no, you're, you're out there doing it. You're training for a race. You're going to run a race. And most of the people that say this, have done half marathons, marathons, ultras. And they're like, I don't really know if I'm, cause I'm not, I don't have that body shape or I don't have, and you're like, get out of here with that nonsense. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. it's too tough to, to have that in your head and still be going at the level you want to go to. It's not, you know, it's not a, I was listening to a, a podcast, actually Ryan, the guy I had an interview, he I was listening to an episode of he was interviewing some like professional triathlete and she goes, I had to get out of the mentality of being skinnier and wanting to be stronger, whatever mm-hmm. that looked like. She goes, I had this skinny word in my mind and felt that I didn't have the body of a professional triathlete and was finding out how do I do this? I need to get skinnier. And she's like, no, I need to get stronger because stronger is what's going to get me to my goals. Skinnier mm-hmm. is not going to get you to a goal. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so I think it all comes down to, to having that, that why, like, cause it's gotta, mm-hmm. it's gotta be for you because if not, you play that comparison game and that's true. I didn't even think about that, like how bad that, that can be. And that's why, I mean, we've talked about this off air, but that idea of, we don't want to like, it's not more like brag quote unquote about our accomplishments and stuff like that. Cause it's not really bragging. It's just letting you know, like, these are things that have happened, 
but I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you, I'm not discounting anything you've done. Have you only ran a 5k? That's amazing. Way to go. You, you know, yeah. it, I, I hate that when it's like, I've only done a 5k and like, no, you did a 5k. No, like you, you didn't, it's not only you right. did that. Like, right. and like, it's again, just trying to like, because I, you know, again, for the sake of being corny, but like, I want to bring as many people into this as I can, you know, and I try to be inclusive of everybody in these groups. And, you know, there, I think, you know, and I've, I've stopped in the thing, you know, social media can be very toxic too. And it's like, you know, because again, with the comparison thing, they see everybody posting their marathons and half marathons and not that they shouldn't, they should be very proud of that. Right. But at the same time, these other people that don't do that, you know, they post something like, well, you know, I don't, I don't run as much as that. So I'm not going to come out. And it's like, no, no, like (laughs) you don't have to be training for a marathon. You don't have to be. And like, I think that's, that's like the, like my next path, at least for a little while, you know, like until maybe spring we'll, you know, we'll see where we're at then. But it's like, you know, you don't, you don't have to be training for anything. You don't have to do that. Like right. that, that doesn't have to be the path you follow as a runner. Some people, a lot of people do, a lot of people do, but you don't have to do that. You know? Right. Like for me, like doing the races is a reason for me to actually run. Cause if I didn't, if I wasn't trained for anything, I'd, I'd probably be like, you know, sleep's better. <laughs> 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 like I've done enough miles where I'm just like, yeah, you know, and I, I'll sleep. That sounds, that sounds like a good idea, but always having races, it kind of gives me that, um, in the back of my head, but. And on the other end of the spectrum, you know, I do it so that I can eat a fun size Snickers. On oh, yes. <laughs> we just had uh, tonight we had for dinner, Kayla called them healthy pizzas, but I found this recipe for, it was basically like an eggplant pizza. So it's like basically mm-hmm. just like cutting eggplant up and making a tomato sauce and putting cheese on it. Um, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I so, love it. So that's like, that's like my carb loading for my run tomorrow morning. Oh, my little bit of taper. Yeah, it was, it was pretty mm-hmm. decent. And I always eat, they have frozen breadsticks like every single night, which is definitely not, <laughs> that's definitely not good for you. But, you know. I do like, I do really well with like the main meal. Like tonight I had like this healthy chicken parm. It was just chicken mm-hmm. with a little bit of cheese on it and some broccoli on the side, right? But then like, then I follow that up with like this artificially colored blue raspberry Italian icy. And I'm like, oh. yeah, this is the shit. <laughs> this is carbs right here. This is what's going to get me through tomorrow. <laughs> you should put that like it with the claw, like, like put that in a glass and then just pour the claw. Over oh, it. Can you imagine the, like a, a blue raspberry Italianized claw? Oh, oh. man. We were oh. in, we were at in, where were we? Uh, the outer banks and in Norfolk, Virginia, we had breakfast at this place and their mimosas were made with uh, sorbet. So it was a raspberry oh. sorbet. And then they just filled the glass with the champagne. And you're just like, my wife was like, yes, I would, I want more of these. And she's like, I'm just going to do that from now on. I'm just going to get sorbet and then do that instead. (laughs) Like who needs juice when you can just have like legit ice cream basically. And I'm not like such a sweets person, but for whatever reason, that kind of like sorbet Italian icy type of thing, like that does it for me, man. Because it's that like fruit sweetness. I agree. I'm I'm more on the The Italian icy thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So I wanted to to wrap (laughs) up our conversation with kind of a, if we wanted to give some, like a good piece of advice for people to not to, to go with the norm, not to go with the flow, not to get caught up in that um, comparison game, kind of just be you. And when people say why, you know, for people to respond, why not, what would be a piece of advice you can give people? 
You know, it's yeah, as far as, you know, as far as not do I, there's this really good comic that I saw and I always, I, I, every couple of years I repost it because I think it's, it's so silly, but yet it's so powerful at the same time. And it's, it's these, it's an apple and it's an orange, right? And they're both looking at each other and like, you know, they got their little eyebrows going like, ah. <laughs> but it just like the caption is, well, we're both fruit. Like, this <laughs> is like, I don't know. It, it, it cracks me up every time. And it just like, it helps me for whatever reason, that little thing kind of helps me put everything back into perspective. It's like very basically, you know, just like we were talking about you, you are on your own running journey, whatever that may be. If your goal is to run a half a mile, a mile, you know, whatever, whatever that may be, don't, don't get sucked up in the, you know, people that are doing more than that or faster than that, or, you know, or people asking you like, why would you, why do you, that's so hard. Why would you do that? Like, it's such, it's such negative toxic kind of yeah. energy and, and, you know, what's the, what's, there's a phrase for it. I can't think it's toxic something or other, but anyway, it's so easy to get caught up in doing that. And it's, you know, try to, from, from experience, try to, try to knock that out like right away. (laughs) Just don't do that. It's, it's not good for you. It's not good for your progress. And it's, you know, just swirls around in your mind and sits in the back of your mind. Why would I do this? This hurts. You know, there's, there's progress in that, in that discomfort and pain too. You know, it's, it's so worth it though. It's so worth it. When you get to that goal, just when you think that you can't do more, you'll want to do more. Oh, That's the thing. Sure. Yeah. I, I was the same way, you know, it's like you do the the 5k, you do the 10k, you do the, the half and you're like, Oh God, I can't ever imagine doing a full. And then fucking <laughs> a year later, you do a full marathon. Like it's like, it happens. Like it, ha- and you, like there's, there's so much, there's such a high with making your own goal and not and just blocking out the, the white noise in the background, right? It's yeah. uh, John Stewart said something really, really good a couple of years ago. And it was like, if you amplify everything, you hear nothing. So don't, don't do that. Oh, just, that's just deep. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right man. Right. <laughs> John Stewart. So, so wise too. And it, you know, as the kids say these days, you do you, you know, like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the thing is, is like the easy part is to get caught up in the nonsense. The hard part is to not listen to that and, and do your own thing. So try to just, just try to do that, you know, believe in yourself and no matter what your goal is, no matter how slow, you know, or, you know, whatever running, not related, running related, whatever it is, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Right. Like bite by bite, right. Little right. by little. So you just like, just, that's how you have to go about it you know? Yeah. And that's kind of like yeah. do the same thing, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? It's, I say, you know, people say, how do you run so many miles? I go one step at a time. It starts with that that's first it. step. And that's kind of, I guess if I wanted to wrap my little comment up, it's basically, that's what you want to do. You want to take that mm-hmm. one step and then just take another step, take each step at a time and don't take any of them for granted. Like you said, you, you got to mm-hmm. be in the moment and just really enjoy all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be setbacks, you yeah, know, but oh, it's, for sure. it's just, you know, and you have to, you have to be okay with that. And you have to acknowledge that there may be three great runs and then you may, you know, you may have a week of really crappy runs and it's, you're like, Oh, maybe I can't do this. And it's, it, it just, this is, that's what happens. That's right. what happens. You and overtrain, that's where you, grow. You, over- 
you know, exactly. when, you, when you have exactly. those moments, especially like you talked about like that mental strength for like big Sur races that are a little quieter from, from a crowd support standpoint is you grow mm-hmm. in those moments where you have a quote unquote failure. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then those, that, that, you know, that next run where, you know, after a really bad run, that's, that's really good. I mean, that's, I mean, it knocks that bad run out of the park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It just like, you're like, Oh, right. That's why I do it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I came back out here was to get that run in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. this was fun. I'm glad we were able to actually yes. get this in. Um, I know, I know. I'm, I'm glad we, <laughs> I got my, uh, my act together. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's understandable. You know, you get, you get married, you, you get a, you get a place, a new place, do some moving new job, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff happens, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been nuts. <laughs> yeah. So I want you to give all your plugs, like where can people find you and all that jazz? Yeah. So, um, bad case of the run should be coming back from its, uh, well, I'd say summer hiatus, but it's like, it's October now. So. I mean, it's, it's ju- I mean, uh, fall was only a couple of weeks ago. So it's technically yeah, not that's true. Back. That's true. Right. Optimism. So, um, so yeah, so bad case of com um, is w- like the main website. And then if you go on, basically it's Spotify is, is the big one. Um, you know, they Apple podcasts, you just look for bad case of the runs. You can find me on there. Instagram is at Chrissy, the pirate K R I S S Y the pirate. Um, <laughs> every Facebook. time, every time I say that, I say it in the exact same phrasing. <laughs> The pirate. When yeah. I tell people about it, they're like, what is it? I'm like, the pirate. And they're just like, why do you say it like that? I'm like, listen to her show and you'll know why. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, even my voicemail, I like sing like that at the end of it. I'm like, this is Chrissy. Like, <laughs> uh, and then uh, let's see, facebook.com slash bad case of the runs and Twitter at bad case of runs. But if I'm honest, I don't check Twitter all that often. <laughs> so. No one really looks at Twitter anymore. I don't think. <clears throat> it's safer that way no, just for I everybody's have it every now and then I pop on, but <clears throat> nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so a couple things happening with me, I will be uh, out in new England. Like I said, this weekend, um, after this releases, so I'll be in Hartford and in Newport doing the marathons there. So super excited to see both of those towns. Um, we're not staying in Newport cause it's stupid expensive. So yep. we're staying, <laughs> like, I was finding like Airbnbs or not. Or, yeah. Airbnbs for like single rooms for like three fifty for the night. And I'm like, yeah, nah, we'll yeah. stay in Providence and just drive. So yeah, it's a, it's a well-known, um, you know, marathon, at least this way it's always one, it's really well-known for having an awesome metal every year, oh, but really? two, the, the scenery is, is fucking legit, man. Okay. You, I think you go through, you're on the seaside, but you also see some of the, uh, the Newport mansions while you're doing that Ooh, too. Okay. I literally, um, I've literally read zero about this race. I just knew it fell I, in line with my schedule. I've heard that I've heard that it's great. And that was, that was one of my, uh, um, my backup marathons of New York didn't work out. Gotcha. So, well, yep. That's where I'll be. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. So if you guys are in that area, hit me up. Um, we're stopping at a few breweries along the way. Cause that's just what I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of everything there. I was trying to think if we had anything else we wanted to discuss. We talked about a lot and I think it's great. And I think a lot of your story and the talking back and forth, I think is really going to work with getting across the people and that sort of thing. So 
I don't know. Awesome. I think it'll work out really well. <laughs> so you can always reach out to me on social media everywhere at flores.run. You can also reach out or you can also see um, the blog and all that stuff on www.flores.run. All of my race recaps. I'm actually caught up to date finally for those. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast again, anywhere you find podcasts, that's where it's at. You can leave a review for the podcast. Um, you leave them on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. I can see them. Spotify doesn't have that option. Um, I'm trying to think what else there is. I think that is everything. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the show. Chrissy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank um, you for having me. Oh, of course. Just everyone remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time, and we'll see you guys next week.